Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dork down for a it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. Here we are in my living room, and it's exciting. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. There's a donation button. You people have used it, and I like you about that, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, there's been some merch sales. I like that as well. There's a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt. There are my CDs, of course, and every order gets a trinket, and that trinket is a, is a Dork Forest magnet at this moment. So you can have a magnet if you just want a magnet, but you have to donate like two bucks so that I have, it's a pain in the ass to go to the, air, to the airport. I'm going to go to the post office, though, because that would be really a pain to go. Yep. Anyway, the credits... Patrick Brady fixes the audio. Mike Rickberg sang that song you heard. He'll sing again at the end. And Vilmos fixes the website. So... Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dork Forest, sitting in my living room, Jessica Mills and Stephanie Thorpe. Welcome to the program, ladies. Hello. Hi. Thanks so much for having us. <laughs> okay, so you guys, first of all, Jessica contacts me and she says, I do, uh, I am in a thing. I am in a web series uh, called uh, Awkward Embraces, and it's awkwardembraces.com. And I also really like a lot of dorky stuff. So uh, can I be in the show? And I was like... Yes, an attainable goal, my friend, to be on the show. So now you tell me Stephanie Thorpe is also a producer and actress as well. So you guys do Awkward Embraces and um, and our dorks and our geeks. Yes. Because, Jessica, yours is uh, Geeky Jessica. It's at Geeky Jessica on Twitter mm-hmm. if people want to follow you and, yes. and hear about your, your love of Star Trek. You're both wearing hilarious T-shirts. <laughs> we <laughs> try. But you, 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 you thought you'd show up. And Stephanie... <laughs> Stephanie went into, I actually collect t-shirts. I actually collect geeky t-shirts. It's very exciting. I have crossed over into a collection slash addiction of daily t-shirts. And what you're wearing is like a, it's a Battlestar Galactica t-shirt. It's called You Sunk My Battlestar. And it's a mashup of the classic game Battleship. With, Battleship. Um, you know. With. A Battlestar Galactica. Bla- so, and the Battlestar has been sunk with the red pins in it. It's very hard to explain, but uh, it's you know what it is. It it's was, terrifying. It's, we don't want the battle. We don't. To be I, know, I was going to say if it's a pro Cylon shirt, I don't know how it is very pro Cylon. No, look, one Cylon ship is down, so there's right. that. Oh, but well, yes, there's that. Anyway, mm. yeah, but that's not cool because um, yes. that's the last hope of the uh, human race, right there. Right there. That's true. Um, and, and then it's been modified, so it's a girl shirt. Uh, well, actually, the site that I bought it from is called T Fury, and what they do is they do one. One cheap T-shirt once a day for ten bucks, and when it's gone, it's gone. Right. And so, um, and they where it got really dangerous is they have they released an app so I can buy a T-shirt from my iPhone oh my for God. ten dollars anywhere that I am in a restaurant. Da, da, da. <laughs> Just buy the T-shirt of the day. And danger, like, danger, Will Robinson's <laughs> danger. Holy smokes! Um, so this was a really popular one, and people uh, fought Just for this snapped. one. Snapped, but they're great because they treat their male and female demographics equally. It's they have girl sizes from um, extra small through to extra large for girls in mm-hmm. the baby doll shape, right. and also for guys. So right. it's fantastic. People have often said, Jackie, get a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt in two different things they want. They want the women's styles, mm-hmm. which I do not, and I don't blame anybody for wanting these. 
And they also would like uh, other colors besides black. Mm. And those are both good suggestions. Uh, I don't want to be Walmart. I'm, already, <laughs> I'm schlepping a lot of stuff around, is what I'm saying. But I, I do, I do want to do. Those are the. I've been given a lot of other suggestions too. Hello, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but those are the two that I actually want to do, but I haven't been able to. Because it would be nice to have like a green Dork Forest T-shirt mm. with, um, with the, a black design or something. I don't know, or something, something else. My nephew has a. He had a, an elaborate plan for different colored T-shirts, but he uses um, American Apparel. Oh yeah, which I find to be the girls gone wild of T-shirt sales, <laughs> and I can't possibly support them. <laughs> I will occasionally wear one just because uh, I will have bought it and then all of a sudden I'm on board. So, so yeah, so you have that and then you're just wearing a regular old school Star Trek. Old school Star Trek t-shirt. Yes. Cause you're a fan of the old school Star Trek. I, the next generation is my, um, my first love. Okay. Um, but the okay. original series I enjoy as well. You know, it's weird cause, cause I really like the next generation. I mean, I, I, the original series and the next Trek and I always called it next Trek. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, that's very cool of you. It was, it felt, but it, it didn't feel cool at the time because people were like, what is next track? And then it got morphed into TNG. Mm. Like people are like, yeah. oh, no, they're just calling it TNG. What's TNG, next track? TNG. What are you, 100? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I guess uh, that's what happened is I am I am a, uh, no longer available as a dork. But it, no, but it's like, but next track, I was like, oh, because that is, it was the next track yeah. as far as I could tell. Did you like uh, Voyager? I there's a lot there's a lot of pausing there's a lot riding on this answer <laughs> yeah. too well the problem for me with Deep I'm Space to, Nine I'm willing to jump in and say that I I enjoyed it I like Janeway mm-hmm. a lot um, I liked Voyager very much I'm like Jess and you and Next Generation for me was my favorite show it was the best one. was the best well Next Generation too from when when it came out I was the Deep Space Nine and Voyager came out more when I was in college and I was a lot busier and didn't, and so I haven't actually watched them all the way through. I've seen okay. them sporadically. Yeah. So I have grand plan. I did a great TNG rewatch <clears throat> uh, last year. Pardon me. Oh, very nice. Um, yeah, it was great to Just go back, back to back to back to the back. beginning straight through Netflix. I love it. How does it hold up? Oh, well, all right. Uh, it it pulls together around Riker's beard. Okay. Okay. That's like, what. That, I've, I've, yeah, I remember and, he was shaved. Up until the beard, it's pretty rough. And then okay. once you see the beard, you know, like if you see an episode with right and Riker's got a beard, it's going to be a good one. And then it just gets better and better and better all the way through. All the way to the end. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I was still, I was there were episodes. I might where I was have to go back. And oh, so good. I so might good. have to go back. And I completely agree with the beard as the sign. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He showed up with that beard, and I was like, hello, new gosh, season. Hello. Yeah. So hi there. Riker. I wonder, I think Patrick Stewart was the first uh, genuinely bald man I had a crush on. Mm. I think it was. Mm -hmm. I think prior to that, there was just Stubing before that on the Love Boat. And Skinner right uh, after Picard. mm, Oh, right. Right, right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, which I, you know, I never watched X Files. Do you know why? Really? It was scary for me. Oh, they were really, really scary. I creeped out. Yeah. I was kind of creeped out a little bit. I still the the guy that played Tombs in that episode of X Files. I can't see him in anything without yeah. being really freaked out. Really? Yeah. What was his, what was the X Files episode? He was the liver eater, basically. Yeah, dude. And like, he came back. People think, livers? Yeah. He yeah. would rip out their livers and eat it but to it stay young. Right? Yeah, but it wasn't just that. He would like nest. He would like build yeah, newspaper like, nests with like file looking. and newspaper, and like wow. he would like crawl into little pipelines and build like a rat nest, and and then like sleep for twenty years, and then come back out and eat livers, and then. <sighs> 
uh, it, creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. Don't skip those. No, if yeah, you're no at need. all skittish, skip those. Ones. I, and skittish, an excellent word because I am a little. <laughs> I'm the same way. With, I'm the same way with horror. Or right. I'm very skittish. Around I it. say to the people that are writing horror, you've already scared me. <laughs> you've scared me with the idea that you've written horror. Yeah. I'm horrified. I can't possibly be party to it. It's too scary. <laughs> but so what? So okay. So you watched all of the original Star Treks in in because I saw them in reruns, mm-hmm. and I um, obviously you guys are not in your mid-50s, so it's not like we're all watching them. <laughs> Thank you. I, I eat a lot of liver. <laughs> liver. Breakfast of champions. So you watch, we stay young. I, that I was just watching an old one, and it was the one where um, oh, um, where the machine fell in love with the guy who was who was stranded on the, and the, and the woman takes over. Someone was good. There was there was okay. Is this TNG or classic Trek? Classic Trek. Okay, so okay. you go you go back to regular original Star Trek, and it was the one where it's Spock and Bones and and the captain, yeah. and they all their shuttle gets sucked onto this world, and on that world is not the guy who invented the warp drive, but the guy who, I mean, like a historical character in their universe, right? right. And I can't remember who it is, but uh, I will look it up. I, I like that I did some research for this. I can't remember, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But it got, but you know, like the old the old episodes, they would make these weird moral choices that mm-hmm. you know in nineteen uh, whatever when when Next Trek came out, they would not have. Right. You know, they called it cowboy diplomacy. You can call it whatever you want, but that alien just uh, is body surfing on that woman because she fell in love <laughs> with a human and needs to do it with him. So I mean, that was the whole that was the entire premise. The damn show. Mm. It was like, who's gonna get? some action with some aliens oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah Kirk right. is oh yeah mm-hmm. it makes you just think that Roddenberry was like when am I going to get to do it with an alien when is it going to happen mm-hmm. so and from that impulse one of the greatest sci-fi series was born yeah. <laughs> exactly absolutely it's from those humble beginnings <laughs> it's 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 uh it's proof that when men want something yeah. things can be created <laughs> It's so beautiful. I don't know why. I'm so glad they've managed to to rise above all that impression oppression to yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. succeed nice. and create things and create know, new things like hardship. Modern Family and Arrested <laughs> Development. Those were, nobody wanted to get laid on those, do they? <laughs> so, what about um? So how many years was he on without the beard? It was only one or two seasons. Just the first season. Just there the first we season go. Comes in the the first okay. season is shockingly bad. You, it's really shockingly clunky. bad. Um, but then season two sort of stutters to a start, and then by the middle of season two, it rolls, and it's just so good. So great on. writing, great acting. All right. mm-hmm. Yeah. What about what about the Scott Bakula one? Did you ever try to watch that one? I I watched. Okay, I watched like the first half hour of the first episode. Okay. And I I just missed my space magic. You know what I mean? Like mm. I like the premise that. You know, like the they didn't have a universal translator, so she had to try and figure out the alien languages, and they didn't have the transporter. And I like that idea, but I was like, I want, I want my space magic, (laughs) right? Yeah, (laughs) and plus that space magic inspired so many real magical things. So exactly to go back in time, you might as well just be. Well, it's they're on the space shuttle and they're going to the moon. Well, that's not as exciting as I wanted it to be. (laughs) (laughs) They they broke me with the theme song. It was both horrifying and. Play in your head over and over because it was the first time we hit. We didn't have Trek 
theme song. We oh. had music with mm. lyrics, oh. which I won't subject you to me singing of it, but you know what I speak, right? <laughs> yeah. It's been a long road. But terrible. <laughs> nice work. Nice work. You know what? I ca- if I remember correctly, I watched the f- like the first two or three episodes, and I didn't mind it. I, would, I mm-hmm. was like, well, if this was something, you know, but I will watch a test pattern if the colors change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very easily entertained. So, but, the, um, but Scott Bakula always throws me, because I, I think of Scott Bakula as TV's answer to Dennis Quaid. <laughs> and um, totally. he's sort of and his name rhymes with butt crackula. <laughs> so it's um it's I've always I've always I've always liked him because of Quantum Leap, you know. Yeah, I've always liked Quantum Yeah, Quantum Leap. I find him amazing. really charming and likable, but I just agree and with sexy. you. Sexy and sexy. And yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a bit space magic at the show wasn't. Yeah, quite... it didn't have it didn't nail it yeah. quite as well. I wonder I wonder how it would hold up now though, because there's gonna be another reboot I hear of this yeah, Star there Trek. Is talk. There is talk they're going to come. They're, they're coming up with something. And Deep Space Nine. Oh, oh go ahead. just while we're talking about uh, Trek and everything, um, I was just out at the New York Television Festival. A show that I was in was uh, in in the in the part of the festival, and they had uh, Damon Lindelof in to Ooh. speak. Who is Damon Lindelof? I never know who anyone is. That's uh, what Damon you Lindelof know is responsible for the creation of Lost. Yes, little oh. thing like little show like that. Yes, little little program little, that the kids little, like. Little program like that, and. Um, uh, so he was talking about uh, all sorts of wonderful stuff, and he is uh, working uh, with JJ on the new Star Trek script that's oh. coming out, and you know whenever it comes out. And he just made a crack about like I was pumping out lost scripts, you know, once a week, this many pages, and like you know, but they're they're agitated in like, and I think he said like July, we need a script by October, and he's like, it's July, I got this, relax, you know. And so it was just oh, right, right. really yeah, neat it's to a hear. Different, it's a different that, schedule, and he doesn't exactly. have to. Yeah, Star Trek does move. I like how Star Trek moves at a bit of a slower pace, mm-hmm. and the the movie was a little more frenetic than any of the TV shows because yeah. you know it was a movie I really mm-hmm. liked the reboot and Me I I, wa- I was one of those people who did not walk into that with an open mind mm-hmm. I was okay. like what are you doing to my show right um, and uh, and I'm a believer you're like, on board yeah, they, I they really won me it. over in the first like five yeah. minutes Matt Weinhold is a friend of mine a comic and uh, he is an amazing Star Trek nerd mm-hmm. and could not have hated it more Oh, and I was like, but what if, what if you, what if you let go? What if you let go of the fact <laughs> some of the, you know, cause he, I know he walked in wanting to like it, but also knowing he wouldn't like it. Yeah. And, and there are things like he, he does, he has a very funny 10 minutes about <laughs> the rant about how, cause Spock, you know, Spock is like sexy. And there's a weird, you're like, Spock, I need him to be a little more detached and the Mm. women to throw themselves at him and him not to be making out with people (laughs) on the ship. And, um... And you know, but everyone's but much young. younger. They're growing yeah, up. That's what yeah. I was like. Themselves. I was like, they're crazy teenagers. <laughs> yeah, they're kids out in space. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to do it with an alien? Exactly. Come on, Let's, exactly. If we were all free and it was safe, that's it. By the way, if anyone's having sex with an alien right now, please use protection. Yes. The Jimmy hat. Be Jimmy safe. Hat. Have fun, but be safe. And keep exactly. a taser just in case they're yeah. not good. Right. Just in case there's yeah. that. You it's never very hard to have an guy. orgasm when you're poised for a flight. Uh, so <laughs> that is a very old joke of mine that I just farmed right into the conversation right there. <laughs> Good for me. Well Our, done. Well done. No noted. So so I what but Deep Space Nine always had that problem <clears throat> until they got that super fast ship mm. uh where they were trapped. <laughs> it had it became like a soap opera on 
a space station. I mean, you couldn't. They they didn't get to meet anybody. People had to come to them. Mm-hmm. It was just like it's it's like waiting around for your boyfriend to show up <laughs> that you don't know anybody. You're like, I hope he rings the doorbell today because that'd be awesome. Or like waiting for your agent to call. That's mm-hmm. the other thing, you know. Like it's and and I think that that premise, like once they opened it up and got the ship and started going into the wormhole and stuff, yeah. it it got a lot better. And th- and they were also playing with some heavy politics and heavy ideological values that mm-hmm. I think I would appreciate now more as an adult going back and watching. I remember right, so. loving the pilot and being so excited about that. Mm-hmm. That whole, you know, like the the Bajorans and all the bitterness and, and all the, the fact ge- that they were the trying to like, yeah. yeah. I, I just, I found that really fascinating and really interesting. And then I, I, I was disappointed because I felt like that got derailed when um, Cisco was like the, the the, the focus of the every vessel of the prophets yeah. or whatever oh, and, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, and it yeah, got yeah. all like they got bogged down in religious stuff yeah and that was weird i felt like they could have had the religion of the bajoran storyline with the prophets in the wormhole without that whole thing with him being mm-hmm. a it was yeah it was just odd and it kind of kept confusing me and i was yeah like, i did I stop i forgot about that because yeah. i my favorite character was quark oh quite oh, honestly right. wonderful yeah. and garrick i liked Odo show oh yeah oh, was yeah Odo was awesome and, and that actor is just a phenomenal actor yeah, yeah he, he could just he could do anything he um, can um he can eat crackers for an hour uh, but you know deep space nine was a big influence i know on both of us we both every time kardashian comes up oh Kim, etc. We have a, uh, a moment where we stop because we think maybe someone's talking Star Trek. Like, I don't right. know if you still have that response. Well, I told you not do. anymore. It's <laughs> their family. Yeah, they don't even know the Cardassians. You're just like the Cardassians. You're, you're talking about the Cardassians. And because I, I remember when the Cardassians, I was like, well, they're not. They're evil, but I think they are Armenian. I think they are. That's what I was because I'm Armenian. As opposed to the Kardashians, who I never claim is Armenian. I, I cannot possibly be related to those crazies. It's funny. Somebody, but, one of my friends tweeted the other day, I think the world would be a better place if, if nobody had ever heard about the Kardashians. And I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> the Kardashians are, um, are really interesting. And then I was like, oh, wait, wait, of a whole wait, race. Wait, wait. Right. You put an H in there. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't watch E or whatever. No. Sorry. <laughs> no. I apologize for yelling at you I never know who anyone is, but I just found out they have a brother. So, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he's on Disney. Dancing with the stars they, they or just keep right multiplying. And it's uh, sure they just well, you might have been living in the walls like that, <laughs> that Simpson's brother. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it's so you guys so you liked. I mean, I like that. Like the the um, I used to watch the old Doctor Who too, and you guys like the reboot. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to get into the reboot yet because and, and which means let's look at it positively. Look what I have to look forward to. I wish you could have seen the look on our faces when she said that. <laughs> Wait, sharp inhaled breath. There was a, there was a bit of a gasp. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to watch it. Like I liked, I liked the old one even after Tom Baker. You know, I mean, I, I watched all the the Tom Baker ones for because my mother was really into them. And then um, and the Dalek. You know, the, yeah. the the graphics were so ridiculous. And I did watch Torchwood. Mm-hmm. And I watched, did you see? Yeah, and yeah, I watched I Torchwood because it was streaming and it was finite. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like telling me to watch The Wire. Is yeah. like two hundred episodes. Or no, no, okay, many. wait, wait, wait. We have differing opinions on the wire, and we can discuss that. But oh. you both <laughs> need to watch the wire. It's seminal television. That's it's, what I'm told. It's one. I yeah, it's everyone. T- it is yeah. one. I watched of, the first season. Yes. And here's here's what happened. Yeah. A lot of crying. <laughs> a lot of tension. Uh, <laughs> 
I watched the first two seasons of Breaking Bad. Yeah, and um, I can't watch anymore. Which is another great show. And I and, and but I watched both the first hard watches. Yeah, season kinda, and a half of yeah. Mad Men could can't do it. Can't I kind of felt that way about Weeds, where there kind of came a point where I was oh. like, it's too stressful. I can't <laughs> take it anymore. And I know that they're well done. I know it. It's a Silence of the Lambs was an amazing film. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> Guess what? I'm not going to purchase Schindler's List. Yeah. And spend a Sunday afternoon with some popcorn really cozying up yeah, Schindler's right. List. <laughs> but yeah I, yeah, I mean, I know it's amazingly well done. And, and you get sucked into these people's lives. Uh, and The Wire, you have to watch season one and season two. Okay. To, because the, the radical change that happens in season two. And really, it's like Battlestar Galactica, because it's all about the characters, and it's amazing storytelling and amazing world. Right, right. Um, There's a, a lot of great hard television. Watch. Yeah. It's a hard watch. There's a lot of great television out there, mm-hmm. and um, I, I want to be party to it. Instead of the, yesterday, I watched Conan the Barbarian on streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, James mm-hmm. Jones. Oh, yeah. It's a classic. And, uh, it's, well, it's a good... I, I was writing a piece for the Comedy Film Nerds website. Nice. So, <laughs> I was like, so it was work. It was work, and, uh, and, and at one point it became work. <laughs> yeah. I think in the beginning. It got better once, because he didn't speak English at the time, I guess, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So uh, he was just saying his words by rote. Oh. Like and he, he doesn't mem- talk much in that movie at all. No, no, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> so I was the first like, 20 wow. minutes, there's almost no dialogue. There's a lot of music. But you know what I find the funniest about that? Yeah. Is that in the beginning when he's in that fight, in the very beginning, and he screams, he even screams with an Austrian accent. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, that is so weird. Who does that? That is so strange. Like, his <laughs> his screaming has an accent. Right. It was. <clears throat> it's very much how his voice comes out. And you're like... Is he Germanic? <laughs> I believe him to be Germanic. <laughs> it's just interesting. It's uh, yeah. It's uh, in the movie. I mean, again, I will watch almost anything. So yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. And 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 the spoiler alert from 1984. Um, James Earl Jones is the bad guy, and his head gets chopped off at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you just made so many people so angry. I know, so angry. Spoiler. Just ruined it. Yeah, uh, they're ghosts in the Usual Suspects. No, I. Like- <laughs> to mix up my uh, my spoiler alert. But so so I want to start with the new it's the tenant one that I should start with, right? With um Dor- Dor- Doctor Who. So um okay. So what I've decided because um I to introduce people to Doctor Who, I took a poll and I was like what are the best episodes to introduce new viewers to Doctor Who? All right. Because the first season of the reboot, it starts out a little cheesy and a little campy and then it just becomes some of the greatest television I've ever seen. Like it's I'm I'm like, obsessed with because it. Because what they're addressing or because of of how they're doing it or Yeah, in the beginning it was a little it was kind of campy a little bit like the the old series was. So it was a, you know like the very first episode mm-hmm. mannequins come to life and start attacking people oh, stuff right, like that. Right. Yeah. I so I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if you like Torchwood too cuz it's it's campy yeah. like that. So okay. I think I think everyone should definitely watch it from the beginning, but if you want to make sure that it's something you're going to like, you should watch the episode Blink. Mm-hmm. Okay. You should watch The Girl in the Fireplace mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you should watch The Weeping Angels part 1 and 2. Okay. Those uh, that's f- that's first season four episodes. That's um that's four episodes um two uh the two the or blink first and doctor. the girl in the fireplace are the tenth doctor, and then the weeping angels part one and two is the eleventh doctor. Okay. So the reboot starts with the ninth doctor. Mm-hmm. So if you watch really, if you watch blink and the girl in the fireplace, I think you're going to be like, I have to watch this show. Then you go back and you watch the ninth. And so those would be with from David the beginning. Tenet. Right. right. Okay. Being Matt Smith, who's on it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And those All episodes, right. they're just they're and just that, so and good. How many they'll lock you in. How yeah. many episodes do you think? How many episodes do you think there are? 
like that I've missed. Are there are there eighty? Oh, of the new the reboot. Yeah, of the reboot of Doctor Who. I want to say there's like. I feel like I rewatched them on streaming not too long ago, and there were like thirty episodes. There's not that many. Yeah, not it's that many. A, it's a doable okay. time because right. it's BBC. We're talking shorter right, so runs. short yeah. seasons, shorter yeah. seasons. That's what I liked about because I think it was like twelve episodes in each season for Torchwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that last episode, that last season of of the BBC version, five. Yeah, five well, or the six. children of yeah, the children of. I, mean, I want to always corn. say children of men, but it's children because that's that's Clive Owen, right? Right, um, <laughs> children of Earth, be yeah. children Torch, of Earth. That's like, it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which it's I a, purposely did not watch because I heard things. it was dark. I yeah. heard, yeah, I heard it was super things. dark. It's super dark, and I was yeah. like, I don't know if I want to deal with that right now. All right, <laughs> have you have you watched the Torchwood uh, reboot on Stars? No, because I don't have Stars. No, oh, but I wonder. Uh, I wonder if it's. I mean, it's got. I mean, I could. Not that I would, but I could BitTorrent something. I could find it, uh, or I would be willing Amazon to spend two to bo- two bucks and watch them because I understand that they're great. Well. well we won't bias you. Okay. We'll let you well, have your own opinion. I like, yeah. I, you guys have the perfect Dork Forest guests. You're like, <laughs> well, whatever you well, like is a, is a valid thing. Totally. Well, That's lovely. Well, I think geeks really need to be like inclusive about that. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. You know, there, Definitely. There's stuff that I like that I'm sure, Jessica, that's not true. You like everything I like. Except but, the wire. Except the wire. <laughs> which every, everyone honestly in entertainment needs to watch the wire. And everyone, um, uh, I heard some kid t- t- saying that he was on uh, a subway. It was an, it was an open mic. It was like, no, it was a comic. So he was saying he was on the subway in New York and he saw a guy who he's sure, certain was one of the actors from The Wire. And he was walking over to him to say, man, I loved you on The Wire. And he stopped because there was a 2% chance he might have been wrong. Mm. And he said, you can't really, without 100% certainty, go up to a guy and say, I love your work as a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're in Queens. And yeah. so, mm, that's good. That's yeah, fair. it's true. So yeah, it is pretty. I mean, I do think that it's pretty inclusive, though. I mean, you can you can get fringy kind of folk who are bossy magoos right. about their dorkdom, where they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, if you don't like Doctor Who, then you're not gonna. You yeah. probably don't like anything else. I like, right? And yeah, and I don't like the bossy pants. Yeah, no I don't need attitude about that. No, you know? no, yeah, because the thing right. is, is I might like the thing, the other thing yeah. that you like. I might just not like the one thing you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I don't yeah. have to. I don't. I'm, Game of Thrones is impossible for me. I want really to. tell yes. me more. Have you guys watched it? Yeah, dude. Yes, and I I am a dork. You are books. on board because I don't have HBO either, so I've just tried to read the books. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and I haven't been able to read the books. The books, but I've tried them. They're very they're very dense. Yeah. Um, again. Uh, There's a lot of characters, like and almost everyone dies. <laughs> and so, how many books have you read? So uh, I don't. read the first 220 pages, but no, I can tell that they're going. To <laughs> you have this feeling. I, I have a sense that oh, that guy, yeah, the, he's a, he's walking into a trap right here. That's the, a the books are political very trend. dense. I'm using the same words. The books are very dense. George R. Mar- R. Martin is an incredible world builder. Right. His use of language is poetic. I love and adore them. Right, they are. A, a very heavy style, yeah. right? And but the thing is, is Lord of the Rings, I reread every year, mm. and I and I've even taken to reading the poems. Huh? Come on, take it outside. Let's That's do this. Crazy. It's Everyone crazy. skips the poem. I know it. I know, I but the to, poems are the best. I have to make a confession here on this show. On this show, Uh-oh. let's hear it. Big reveal, drum, Jessica drum Mills. Okay, are you ready? I I tried to read The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings multiple times, and I just have, got haven't been bored. able to do it. Can't I do it. Do it. Can't do it. It's talking about dense. I was just like, wow, this is forty pages on what the Shire looks like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I have to tell you, I did. I mean, the first couple of times I read it, I I, I skimmed. You know, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is because I am a huge fan of let's get to the monster and let's kick some ass. <laughs> that's too. what I, I would I like know. there to be some rolling of the body and <laughs> looting of the room. Yeah. And so that's classic D and D right there. Right yeah. there, <laughs> the body loot the room. Yeah. The body loot the room. <laughs> I just taped one. I did a very special dork forest right before this episode mm-hmm. where Andy interviewed me about my dorkdom. Andy being oh, my nice. husband, yes, and uh, essentially just turned into me talking about how he introduced me to trees in the dork forest that have never been introduced to me before that's awesome so and that D would be one of them in many board games <laughs> but uh yeah so you I, okay but i like that i like that it's it's science fiction right hmm. you guys like science i mean I'm, but game I, of thrones is is dire yeah, wolves and, and that's, fantasy. that's fantasy. fantasy and yeah. actually when you have access to hbo or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i recommend watching the series it's act the like series it's really well it's done. Really, oh, it's gorgeous. really well done. Yeah. I have some issues with some of the casting choices, okay. um, but I think okay. overall they did a really phenomenal job. What about uh, the, the the little guy? The guy who plays the little person, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Oh my god, fantastic! Yeah, such a crush on Emmy award, the, Emmy oh award winning. Did he win already? Oh, yeah, he did. And all right. yeah, he did. Oh, I can't. I don't. I can't. I don't want. I. I'm so. I was so conscious about not spoiling anything. <laughs> oh, but they oh, gave him the they gave him the Emmy off the first season. And for those people out there who have read um, Clash of Kings and Storm of Swords and oh, and further, um, wow, yeah, great. good, good, it's great, good, good, great. good, 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 good. So. so, is it in the second season yet? Um, no, or no. we're in the middle. Yeah, we're in between. We'll okay. get um, season two next. This time next year, like right. when it came out, like some. I'm waiting yeah. for the next season of Venture Brothers. That's my big. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my big mm-hmm. wait. I like a cartoon. Uh, so it's an animated series mm-hmm. with James mm-hmm. Urbaniak, and mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, so, uh, but the uh, <laughs> and they put out uh, like a, f- a f- three fifteen. I don't know. It wasn't long enough. It was probably a three minute music video where a couple of the characters started the band, and it was great, mm-hmm. and it is great. But I would like to see more episodes, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean that's that whole thing where you wait. Where you're like, oh my god, cliffhanger, or no cliffhanger, more information about these people. And mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm hiding from, quite honestly, but I want the next season to come out. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, that's what it's like. So let's talk about the t-shirts now. Oh, okay. Because yep. Stephanie Thorpe, t-shirt collector to oh. some extent at this point, <laughs> right? T-shirt aficionado. I get, oh no, that's... that's a- Addiction. I'm, an addiction. I'm going to tell you all right now. She's my best friend, and I see her all the time. And I don't think I've ever seen her wear the same shirt twice. <laughs> so How long I'm have you guys not been friends? Kidding. We, um, I think we're celebrating our like one year anniversary. As <gasps> oh, we are. Right yes, Brent oh, yeah. right in October. Yeah, yeah. October. Mm-hmm. We have been um, BFFs for a year now. Yeah, we pretty much distance. Yeah, it's so Aww. beautiful. She's the wind beneath my wings. You guys. Yeah, but like, it's you know, it's so hard to make great friends in LA and so yeah. when you meet someone who is smart and funny and geeky and cool uh, I'm just I just hung on for dear life with <laughs> yeah, Jessica like we just clicked immediately because we have so many things in common and you know it's yeah. it's and, tr- super hard I mean and to, whenever you move anywhere new and you end up hanging out with people that you don't like very much initially mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that they're bad people it just means you don't click with them right but when you do find somebody that you're like oh my god all right now I live here because yes. I have a friend yeah, and uh, that's that's what I you know that's how I feel in, in LA too, where I'm just like, oh, cool, exactly. And I think we were around so many like dippy actresses, yeah. And since we're both content creators as well as mm-hmm. fellow geeks, we had so much in common, and and it's just so hard to do. And then from mm-hmm. 
you know, we were friends, and then we managed to luck into a group of girls who we mm-hmm. all are geeks and got along, etc., mm-hmm. and and started started a, a group for everybody, mm-hmm. um, a right. Facebook group. Yeah. And what's Le- that? It's called that? the League of Extraordinary Ladies, yeah. and it's ordinary, ordinary women making extraordinary connections. And what yeah. we wanted to do is we wanted to foster that sense of like con community yeah. here in LA and around the world. And so yeah. we have like 600 Facebook members yeah. now. We have a website, the LXL.com, and we organized a, a worldwide meetup mm-hmm. um, a few months ago. We had ours at Meltdown, and like uh, and there was one in Ireland and one in New York and one in Canada. Canada. And yeah. And, so, um, so just people getting to know each other and not everybody lives here. They yeah. live all over the world. Yeah. Because we want like, because it's so common for geeks where we go to con and we're like, my people. And Yay. then we go home and we're like, oh, I'm yeah. watching Star Trek by myself again, you know? <laughs> right. So, but there's so many geeks everywhere. We want to help people meet yeah. like-minded people in their own place so that we can have we can have con all the time everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So. And we sponsored a singles event. Yeah. Okay. The there's a singles did. mixer. As well. And then mixer. we're having... Are you ladies single? No, no, no. You were both with 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 uh, significant others. Yeah. Significant others. All right. Partners. Just, uh, just so, just so you know. Just yes. so you know. All right. This is this is a new thing for Jessica. So yeah. She's all excited. This is my about first it. public announcement. Oh, I'm all we're flushed. Like, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, it is shocking. It is. I remember. I was like, I do have some. Oh, interesting. Can, I do have someone. Can, I'm going to be. Can you say the word boyfriend into the mic, Jessica? Um, Face your shelter in the mic. I had to practice. I was single for a really long time. Um, uh-huh. I, uh, yes, I have a boyfriend. Yeah, hey, oh, try the word good. husband. Oh, no. After no, no. No, <laughs> no not going to try that word for yeah. a while. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's, uh, but it was like, it, it was, it's really hard to. It's like, oh, my husband. What? Who? Who has a husband? <laughs> I do. I have a husband. All right. I'm, uh, I, I hear they're great. Uh, he's great. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to judge others, right? But uh, most of the people I know that are married are married to pretty decent. I mean, because that, that's my other thing is I only hang out with decent guys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, you know, we all know people that we don't, and and I, you know, we all tolerate a, a fair amount from people that are very talented. Oh. So, <laughs> but I don't yeah. hang out with them like extra. Right. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like, no, no. I think that you're hilarious and really smart and funny. Uh, you're kind of a dick, though. So I'm not inviting you over to the, to the barbecue. Yeah. So I only do that. We should plug one other thing for yeah. the league, though. We oh, have. Because yeah. ha- people could join the league, Oh, absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Um, go to the website, which is? TheLXL.com. And it'll be linkable off the notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're very active on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, post and chat. And we have a Halloween party coming up on October 23rd. We have rented Whimsic Alley. Mm-hmm. Out. What is Whimsic Alley? <gasps> How could I not know? What? It's the Pure. Harry Potter store. It's well, it's a Harry Potter like. It's not even a store. It's like what? it's like a mini village. They have they have the Great Hall. Where? So the party's gonna be in the Great Hall. It's on Wilshire, mm-hmm. like between and La Brea. La, Wilshire, like like on Wilshire and La Brea. So the Wimsy <laughs> Alley. You Write gotta it down. see it. It's so oh my great. god! No, and, and come to our party. Yeah, yeah. come to the costume party. Costumes not mandatory, but they're going to be fantastic. Oh, Andy and I just saw Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head over at the Target. That's perfect. Oh, and I have um, I did dress up as a goth mom to do a character and uh was so believable that the bartender at the improv didn't recognize me. <gasps> nice. And I know it kind of exciting. Cool. And I have Xena the Warrior Princess uh, prop boots that I wore to go with it. Dude. Dude. That's actually on the TV that's, show. That's I'm pretty excited. Awesome. So October twenty third at the at Whimsic at Alley. Alley. Yeah. 
Yeah. Man, I love Harry Potter. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. How can you not love Harry Potter? How mad were you when you were 11 and didn't even know about Harry Potter, but were mad anyway that you didn't get the letter? I'm mad in <laughs> retrospect. That I, I, get the I was mad in retrospect. I read the first book when I was in college, and I was there like, What? They must have missed me. How is this possible? I know. Uh, Val couldn't make it out to West Texas to try. (laughs) (laughs) It got dehydrated halfway out there and just flopped out of the sky. McGonagall could have just apparated. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) I know Wisconsin's boring, but come on, man. Come on. So we have cheese. Exactly. So so this uh, this T-shirt is is a disappointment. Because we have to talk about it, because it is an amazing... Like, I have a couple of t-shirts. Andy bought me a... Uh, I have... It's a Transformer t-shirt with that Obama Hope. Oh, that's good. And it's oh, just, nice. And it's just Optimus Prime, and it says, change into a truck. And it's pretty great. That's, that's cool. That's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that one. And then he's got um, player versus player PvP. Uh, the... Um, you know those guys? Um, online... They're huge. Penny Arcade. Oh, Penny yes, Arcade. Penny Arcade. There, there we go. Uh, it's uh, He really liked this one t-shirt where there's a juicer chasing an orange. <laughs> nice. And it's called Fruit Fucker. <laughs> and it doesn't say Fruit Fucker anywhere on it, but it's a juicer chasing an orange. <laughs> Actually, I'm a huge fan of Snorg Tees. Um, I wear their shirts in my show, um, in Awkward Embraces. And I have one that's um, it's a Hershey bar being chased by a graham cracker and a marshmallow holding a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable shirt. <laughs> Pitchfork and a torch, sorry. I used to sell t-shirts that said things, and so for many years, I was like, I will never wear a t-shirt that says anything. Because when I first started doing stand-up comedy, you you think when you first start, you think many things when you first start doing stand-up comedy, and so most of them are ridiculous. And one of the things I thought was funny clothes might make me funnier. Uh, so I had a pair of Keds that were purple suede. Dude. They were not. They were not anything that <laughs> was a positive. Cool. It was. I know it. They were dumb. And and I would occasionally wear a funny T-shirt on stage. And funny T-shirts on stage make people not pay attention to what you're saying because oh. they're trying to figure out what they're seeing on your stage and they're like what are you wearing what is that that's interesting what is i wonder what that means oh is she telling a joke oh okay and then so but um and then i worked at uh at a t-shirt we sold like wisconsin t-shirts where bucky's relieving himself behind a tree (laughs) and other classics and then uh and then i worked at a hippie t-shirt shop where uh in minneapolis where uh like i i if you came up with a t-shirt idea you got like 20 bucks and i there are t-shirts that'd be like i i still want to impeach nixon you know or you know this i still have my still want to impeach nixon t-shirt and they added the word i don't care if he's dead and i was like <gasps> why don't you take that word off because if you don't know that he's dead i don't want to hang out with you right. <laughs> if you don't get that anyway but uh so i i've recently gotten back into t-shirts is the point of this and i but i just saw threadless and woot yes. i don't have oh, yeah. those are the two i love this this threadless t fury is, threadless is great woot is good ripped R.I.P.T. is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, of course, Snorg T. Snorg, yeah. And, uh, T, yeah. With a G. Snorg with a G. S-N-O-R-G. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, and they're usually like, like content provided by, like, just everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah totally. Anybody can just submit an idea. Because mm-hmm. my nephew who designed the Dork Forest t-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, did several t-shirts for Threadless. And Fantastic. it made him, uh, start his own t-shirt company. Cool. While, and helped, you know, get him extra money for college and stuff. And, and what's the name of the t-shirt company? Uh, MFM Apparel. Awesome. Like, mm. I don't know what monsters for monsters. I don't know. <laughs> M- MFM. But he, he just, he just, uh, 
got rid of all of his stuff because he got a job as a graphic designer in, in oh, nice. DC. So, but yeah, rats that he got rid of all his stuff. I know, right? Damn it. Right, right. He just got rid of it in our direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got some. He had some great. Uh, there's some great T-shirts. He might still still have. Matter of fact, I'll put a link if you guys. There Ooh. might be some. There might be some. Uh, some stuff. He's you know last of the fantastic. Cool. What's that called? It's called inventory. The last of his the inventory clearance. that he wants to get rid of. Yeah, a little clearance moment because I think he was selling everything for ten bucks, included Ooh. shipping. Ooh, Fantastic. which is your favorite thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's hear a couple of favorite T-shirts. Um, my the one I keep going back to is um, <laughs> well, I was a big uh, New Ti- Teen Titans, New Titans fan growing up, and okay. so I have one from the Perez era of um, just classic New Titans, and it's all of them in a group. And when okay. I was a little girl, I wanted to be Starfire. Oh, sure. Um, but then it became clear I wasn't going to quite grow up to have her uh, powers. Neither <laughs> of them. Um, so then I switched to Loving the Scarlet Witch, and oh, which sure. is why I'm really excited about my Doctor Strange cup that I'm drinking out Your of right tune now. Your tumbler. And, um, I got an Iron Fist tune tumbler. Do. That's what I'm wearing. I like it. I just ordered a Sergeant Rock and a Deadpool one. Ooh, Very nice. Deadpool. But you, what you got to do is you got to write or you got to write them a note and say, it's okay to send it to California because there's lead in the painter or something like that. Ooh. But we're not licking the side. I mean, don't, don't make out <laughs> yeah. with Dr. Strange. Oh, I was going to ask after <laughs> Well, the I'm show. glad I warned you. Damn it. I was going to lick him. Um, so, and then I have two, uh, my favorite Star Trek t-shirt that I have is, uh, is a little, a little risque. And oh. it says, um, Vulcans do it with logic on it. And I love dun, that. Dun, dun. I love that. That's t-shirt. awesome. That's my, that's my favorite. That's a good um, one. I Who two... didn't have a crush on Spock? Oh, yeah. It's almost impossible not to have a crush on yeah. Spock. And Data. I had a total crush mm-hmm. on Data. Oh, did you have a crush on Data? Yeah. A little TNG. It was the TNG Spock equivalent, mm-hmm. really. Yep. I yep. was Riker all the way. Oh, were you? Yeah, I guess. I have Begin a thing to- for bad boys. <laughs> and cheating men. I don't know. He's great. I had a crush oh, yeah. on Wesley, too. Huh. I, I yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. I never. For me. Yeah, I think it was uh, Patrick Stewart and uh, for, for, for Next Trek. Mm-hmm. It would have been Patrick Stewart. I love it that you call it Next Trek. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my two favorite t-shirts uh, at Comic-Con I got one Game of Thrones if you're not familiar it's it's green and it just says Khaleesi on it <laughs> we both um, own the same I t-shirt <laughs> I bought it I bought it and I texted her immediately and I was like you have to come to IDW right now and get this <laughs> it's the get most this. incredible t-shirt ever and it's the last day hurry it's awesome um, oh, so that's so cool yeah and then I'm a huge fan of the Nerd Machine um, you should go to the nerdmachine.com it's a great website they have all kinds of awesome stuff but they, I got, I have a shirt from them. It's the the old NES logo, but it says "nerd" inside of it. Okay, um, all right, super cute. Yeah. Have you guys read Ready Player One? It's a novel. No. Uh, it's a, oh yes, the I've, guy I've heard much about it. Fan, on my fan list. Fanboys or something. Yeah. He, what was the name of the? He did a, a documentary. Yeah, fanboys. Fanboys. Okay, and then he. Uh, I just finished it, as a matter of fact. How was it? And uh, it's great. It's yeah. Ernest Klein. And uh, it was uh, it was dork fans who recommended it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was in between books, and I was on the road. And I was like, all right. Even though it was only hardcover. <sighs> Hardcovers are so tough to travel it's, with. Yeah. yeah. And $24. I mm. can't spend the money on a hardcover unless it's like the latest Jim Butcher or something. Then I'll okay. do it. But okay. Like, yeah, Would, otherwise I have to And I'm to sure wait. it's on Kindle, but I mm-hmm. like books better I so like, far. I like that. Like I, I have a Kindle, so just in case I get. I mean, I have a Kindle app on my on my iPad. So, but it's, and it's great to never not have a book. Mm-hmm. Like I have the Silmarillion on there. Mm-hmm. So if I ever want to try to read that again, the Silmarillion's dense. That's what you. That's the book you want to avoid. Just <laughs> is, uh, it's like reading Genesis. <laughs> and Isaac was the father of Abraham. <laughs> Abraham. Abraham. My first Sunday school class ever as a kid. 
we read Genesis out loud. Oh, really? Just and going around in a back. circle? You never, yeah. <laughs> you never went back to <laughs> that class? That was the end of Sunday school for me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We we spent every Sunday for, uh, for some reason, they had a mimeograph machine that had run off thousands of copies of Moses talking to the burning bush. And so we colored that every Sunday. <laughs> for years. I was in Sunday school until I was 17 because church was uh, four hours long and Sunday school would, was a real clock eater. And so <laughs> I uh, I would get in the car after after church and my parents would be like, did you do some coloring today? Because <laughs> it became kind of a family joke. Of, what do you got? You got that? That's a, a nice stack of a thousand. And my, they, you know, like some parents will keep like the co- things that their kids color. Mm-hmm. My parents were like, mm, we wouldn't have kept it anyway. But we're certainly not keeping <laughs> the burning bush that you color. Yeah, a thousand. Times. Wow. <laughs> How about your own church experiences, Stephanie? You got anything? You got anything for me? What do I have? Church um, experience. Uh, my parents raised me Ukrainian Greek Orthodox. We went sweet. Yeah, we went to a church. My background is Ukrainian. Uh, we went to church pretty regularly. Um, and uh, and then I, in, st- I started going to an all-girls school, and my mom was like, we gave you a baseless in religion. I don't think we can handle the politics of these two structures simultaneously. <laughs> so <laughs> you just cope with the girls, and we would go on special occasions and stuff. Oh, oh like a Christmas kind yeah, of thing. Christmas oh, kind very of nice. Yeah. I, I'm a I consider big fan. myself spiritual rather than religious. I feel the same way, yeah. yeah. I think that, that, that it sells it better, because religion <laughs> has such a terrible name, because it, mm-hmm. it makes someone think that they're about to tell you to do something. Thing. Right and spirituality, it's like no. I think that you're you're on a journey, man. Yeah. Whatever it's working out, and I'm very yeah. I I I don't have a problem with yeah all of it. I think it's great to have the sort of the basics and the learning. Mm-hmm. And I took Bible study classes in said all girls school. Just and like that gives you. You know, when you get all the Buddhism jokes, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you get do all get all the jokes. And speaking of jokes, I had the supreme pleasure of getting to see the Book of Mormon oh when I was God, so in jealous. New York City. I'm super jealous. So jealous. It was. How did you get to that tickets? Oh, I will tell you the story, please. Um, but let me say, I have never laughed so hard in a long time. I laughed my ass off. It is hysterical. I have all the songs stuck in my head. Um, <laughs> so, so terrifically good. great. And how it came to be, for you New York listeners, go do this. <laughs> Two and a half hours before every show, right. they have a lottery. And you go and you put your name in the bingo bucket. And half an hour later... At the theater? At the theater. Okay. You go to the theater in person bef- two and a half hours before the matinee, two and a half an hours before the eight o'clock shows. You go, you put your name in, and they give away sometimes 20, sometimes 25 tickets. And so I was in New York for Night of the Zombie King, which was part of the New York Television Festival last week, and I was walking by the theater. I'm never lucky. We were there at the right... We were there, and I was like, oh, let's just put it in. Wait around half an hour. It's not going to happen, and we'll go see Half Price Avenue Q, which I hadn't seen. Mm -hmm. And uh, my name was the second last name to be called. We had um, box seats um, that were going for $200 each, and we paid $29 because you had to pay the service tax, and that was it. And that was it. And so, and there were only about 70 people standing around and 25 of them left with tickets. The odds are not bad. And it was like, I'm never lucky. I couldn't believe it. We were on such a high and the show is phenomenal. And do you get two? You can ask for one or two. Fair enough. Yeah. So let me tell you about being her best friend last week because... (laughs) 
Um, I get, I get, I see, I see the tweet that she's getting into Book of Mormon, and I'm like, no. (laughs) And then, and then, and then then she goes to the Doctor Who bar in Brooklyn, and she tweeted pictures. Doctor Who, dude, dude, dude. Oh my god. (laughs) Ah, it's yes. It's called the Way Station. The Way Station, Brooklyn, and they have a TARDIS in the bar. What? And it's all the, the drinks are themed. Oh my god! And I've, I I've been dying to go. So drunk off the tenth and eleven doctors. <laughs> 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 and my boyfriend dre- we went straight to a Captain Jack. So now I'm not so sure about. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I swing both ways. Oh, he's going to be so mortified. <laughs> Anyways. And I was like, oh, anyway. Uh, I made the joke because he was ordering it, and I was like, that's a little fruity. And he was like, I like fruity drinks. And I'm like, you take a tall little sip of that Captain Jack there, then you go right ahead. Anyway. But this bar yeah. is fantastic, and I did my best to take as many pictures as possible. Mm-hmm. They don't have t-shirts. They don't have anything what? with, they don't sell t-shirts. They don't have anything with their logo on it, like not even a napkin. I was begging uh, Sarah, who was wonderful behind the bar, who let right. me touch all the props so I could take pictures. <laughs> yeah. I did like a picture of a Star Trek, the Art of Star Trek mm-hmm. book, and put the Doctor Who hot hat on it to tweet wow. to Jessica because so, I was mashing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, um, was awesome. The TARDIS was awesome. I did not post what it looks like from inside uh, yet because um, <laughs> I don't want to necessarily ruin it for everybody, but <laughs> oh, right, it's right. pretty awesome. Is it pretty awesome on it's the inside? Pretty awesome. oh, okay, yeah. It's so much bigger on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> And it was, it, it was just, it was an absolutely wonderful night. And they screened Doctor Who's there on Sunday. Oh, my God. And they have a Buffy trivia night on Monday. And, like, every day is a different geek thing. Oh, and sweet, it's just, sweet. it's really well done. So I recommend all of you going out there for New York Comic Con, oh which God. sadly isn't us. Yeah. Go to the Way Station in Brooklyn. Um, they have a Twitter handle, which is WaystationBK, at WaystationBK. If All right, I, that'll be in the notes. Oh, I'm so gonna oh, go there yeah. someday. God. But she she was so great. She tweeted pictures, and it was kind of like I was there with her. I, yeah, tried, I tried. I got, I got texts and pictures the whole night. <laughs> that is a hell of a day. And I got oh, drunk. Mormon. <laughs> drunk. <laughs> well, they, it was thankfully not the same day. Oh, I mean, fair enough. Thankfully, your head might have popped off. It would have yeah, popped seriously. off. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but our good friend um, uh, Jill Pantosi, who is at the Nerdy Bird on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, very. Um, prolific blogger and oh, yeah. wonderful human being she insisted that I go no matter what yeah. um, and for me personally because I have an, another addiction which is macaroni and cheese she was like there's no food in the bar oh. so bring food in a lot of New York, bar- New York bars don't have Serve menus food. yeah and so I had the pleasure of going to uh, a place called the Mac Bar that only makes different kinds of macaroni and cheeses. Is that in Brooklyn as well that was actually in Soho where we were coming from from a screening well, thank God so I picked it up there Took it out to Brooklyn and sat at the Doctor Who bar eating four lobster mac and cheese, four cheese mac and cheese, quack mac and cheese duck, oh, and wow. uh, primavera. Wow, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I, I I have a I have a mac and cheese restri- restaurant uh, recipe. Yes, that is amazing. Yes, so tell a, me more. It's a, it's a sharp cheddar <gasps> and Gruyere, Ooh. and there's cayenne, Ooh. and it's nice with the breadcrumbs. Yeah. A little bit of bread crumbs. I like it that you're using your sexy voice. Mm. I am. It's mac and cheese. Because <laughs> the name of this mac and cheese is the best mac and cheese in the world. Nice. <laughs> the awesome. the my friend Tammy gave it to me, and she's right. Because yeah, uh, awesome. you, you, it's whole milk. It's whole um, milk. It's a lot of cheese. Yeah, it's, it. it's a it's a it's a project, is what it is. <laughs> and then what you've done is you've created something that you want to just sit there and eat an entire pan of, which you cannot do, because then uh, well, the, you, you can. We have. We do. Oh, sure. <laughs> it has occurred. <laughs> it occurs in nature. But, uh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. 
Wow. That sounds like a hell of a day, though, too. Yeah. I, I mean, I had a fantastic, fantastic trip. And like, you know, and a lot of it was business. Um, both Jess and I work in uh, new media. So um, the New York so, Times. Yeah. So you guys shoot the awkward embraces or? She does. Awkward she does. You don't, you don't work on awkward embraces or you're a pu- producer? She's going to be coming on board as a producer um, from here on out. So All right. we're very excited about that. Uh-huh. We are another announcement. Yeah, exactly. Another announcement. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica has a boyfriend and you're going to be on awkward embraces <laughs> and next Steph season. Thorpe is, is jumping on board of the awkward Woo-hoo. embraces crew. I'm Yay. so excited. It um, is. Um, so yes, that and what what should people go to see more oh, of your stuff? To see more of my stuff, um, the show that I was in New York for is a great show. It's called Night of the Zombie King, and it's about a group of adults who used to game Dungeons and Dragons as teenagers, and they come back uh, years later to finish their the, the game they never finished, and they work out their their emotional issues and friendships oh, okay. over well, the enough. over the table game. So it's like the big big chill for nerds. Okay. Kind of. nice. and, uh, and it's so great. I love it's, it. it's a six episode miniseries. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So there's beginning and middle and end, and I play the the girl in that. So, um, so that's one that I'm in. <laughs> the girl because because you you met in the eighties, right? And the-, <laughs> the former the former uh, goth turned pediatrician oh, is my character, oh, and nice. uh, and it was really great because I used to play Dungeons and Dragons as a teenager, and then to come back to it, and it's by the guys who made the series uh, Gold. Um, so you can find oh, that at the zombie. They've been on the show, yeah, David yes, Nett and, David and Nett. Shannon. Love them. I adore them. Friend so much. of the show. David yes. Nett and, yes. and Shannon Nelson uh, also produced right. and Andrew Deutsch and Rick Robinson mm-hmm. yep. and Frederick Shiner. I think it was David and Andrew were on. Yeah. And yeah. one of them turned out to be a font dork in the 54th minute and I've been meaning to have him back on to talk about how much he loves he loves fonts. That's gotta that's, be Andrew that's gotta Deutsch. Be Andrew. Yeah. We're, yeah. Good, we're good friends with them. We love, oh, yeah. we love their work and so you'll love Night at the Zombie King if you haven't oh, seen dude. it. Yeah. Uh, Gold the series as well. Um, I then, saw Gold. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so Have you guys seen a Vampire Mob? Yes. By, by, yes. by Joe Wilson, Vampire used to be the co-host of the Dork Forest mm-hmm. uh, in the early years, first three, I think, three or four years. Oh, cool. I didn't know Joe that. Joe was the uh, the co-host of the Dork Forest awesome. and now uh, creates the Vampire Mob. Yeah, or, Vampire Mob is um, great. So the other show that I'm going to pimp out. Yeah, yeah um, please. Because we were talking about sci-fi versus fantasy. Um, I spent the last year actually working on something very heavy fantasy-oriented, which is, um, as a little girl... I love this comic book called ElfQuest. Oh, um, I had her on. Wendy Peeney. <gasps> Wendy Peeney. Yeah. Um, I had her on the show. She's so lovely. Nice. They're so wonderful. They're so nice. She's and nice. Uh, through the magic of Twitter, um, when I was up at home, I posted a panel of uh, my favorite panel of ElfQuest. Oh, cool. And a fellow um, new media producer whose work I knew and, and liked uh, was like, oh my God, I like that too. And uh, so we made a fan fiction trailer of ElfQuest and brought that 34-year-old comic book to the web. And we did... Um, we ran off into the woods with 13 tiny, tiny, little, under five foot two girls and commissioned Wendy Penny elf ears. And uh, Wendy and Richard were so supportive of the whole thing. Oh, my God. Um, and you can it's see great. this at elfquestfantrailer.com. Sweet. Um, and it kind of blew up on us a little bit. We uh, did a sneak peek at WonderCon this April. Okay. And then SAG threw us a red carpet gala, which is really nice of them to do. Um, and then it culminated with... Um, uh, Paula and I got a panel at Comic Con, so geek, Sweet. geek, mm-hmm. dream come true for yeah, me yeah, to be able Italy. to be there. And like people lined up for hours in advance, the room was packed. It was people, just, yeah. it was so great too because I was in the audience of that panel, and it was so because I had seen the trailer about fifteen thousand times by that point. So when they <laughs> screened the trailer, thank you at for the your panel. clicks. Every click counts. <laughs> so, so when they screened the, I, I watched the the people in the room, and it was so cool to watch like. 
ElfQuest fans, like the people who waited to see the Peenies and to see this panel, to watch them watch the trailer, yeah. it was really awesome. It was yeah, that's so cool, and it's a beautifully done trailer. Okay, I can't wait to see it because it's it's a guy who. Has Greg been on? Whatever. Greg Franklin animated one of my jokes mm-hmm. as a, to sell my CD. And he it's a pet joke. It's mm-hmm. an animal's joke uh, track. I don't know what track number. <laughs> Whatever. But it's, he did such an amazing job animating this cartoon that a guy I know asked if he could submit it, the cartoon itself, to a short film festival. And it made it all the way through and it was great because it's so fun like my joke is funny it's a very funny joke uh the animation is so amazing and there are extra jokes in it because of the animation oh nice and but watching people watch that animation live was so gratifying because you're like oh this we worked on this and people like it and this is where they're laughing and they see that joke in the background because the animator he just, he, Greg's great. I mean, mm. he's super funny himself. He's doing stand up now. And he, he just, he came up with jokes that weren't in the joke. Like, it's a joke <laughs> about, about how crazy people are about their pets. And so he's got a scene, like, with a woman holding her cat in a baby Bjorn thing. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's just, it's silly. And it's mm. awesome. And he just freaking nails it. And I might make you watch it when we wrap it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. And then actually, we'll, we'll watch Off Quest together, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, oh, I stress about screenings. We screened Awkward Embraces at the International Television Festival. And, um, and I, 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 I sat at the back and I'm not going to lie, I snuck some whiskey in there with me because I was like, what if they don't like it? What if it's oh, not yeah. any good? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it's just right. like, I'm just on pins and needles until the first laugh. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, the whole time um, likes when it, people were God. watching it, you just want to do laps. Yeah. Uh, I tend to do some laps and I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm going to, I'm going to not sit next to anybody who might be watching me because <laughs> I've accidentally sat too close to the front when something I've done has been there. And so I'm freaking out in my own committee. There's a committee meeting in my head. And so... (laughs) A committee meeting. No one needs to watch the committee meeting happen, play across my face. (laughs) Yeah. And you know they want to know what you're thinking and, you know... Don't watch me. Watch me on television. Right. Or watch the thing on television <laughs> right. that I'm doing. So, Not this face. The one up there. Exactly. So everyone should follow you guys on Twitter and watch all of your cool web content because web content is amazing. It's so free. Mm-hmm. And, and it's this has been lovely. Thank you Thank so you. much. It was for, really fun. For coming and supporting other geek, awesome, dork, nerd, whatever you want to call it. All-inclusive. <laughs> All-inclusive. Totally. totally. <laughs> I like to spread the geek the geek awesome. Anytime I see something awesome, I want to get it out there. On that note, thanks for listening, folks. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?